And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, Nassau County, New York Executive Bruce Blakeman has a powerful initiative to honor the fallen on Memorial Day. It is groundbreaking. And joining us now is Bruce Blakeman. Bruce, great to have you here. Thank you, Rita. How did you come up with this idea? Share the idea with us, because I love this. Yeah, so about uh, four years ago, I was in Israel, and coincidentally, it was on Israel Memorial Day. And one of the things that they did there was they would blow a siren and everything would stop. Cars would pull over to the side of the road. Wherever you were, you stopped, you stood at attention until the siren was over. So I I basically got goosebumps from it. It was so awesome that I said, you know what? We should do something like that here in New York, in Nassau County, because, Rita, when you think about it, people on Memorial Day weekend, they think of being with their families, having barbecues, picnics, Little League games, softball games, golfing, going to the beach. And those are all great things to do on Memorial Day weekend. But I also think we should remember that this is a solemn holiday. This is a holiday about young people who never got the opportunity to fulfill their dreams and live their life. They never had a family. They never graduated college because they made the supreme sacrifice so that we could be free. So I just thought it was such a moving thing that we should do that here in Nassau County. So I got together with our volunteer firefighters, uh, the Roman Catholic Church, the Diocese of Rockville Center, various other religious groups, and our police department. And on Memorial Day at 12 noon and 6 p.m., we will sound sirens for 50 seconds each, the 50 seconds representing the 50 stars on our flag. And we're asking everybody to stand at attention and remember those who gave their lives and remember their families. And if it's safe, only if it's safe, if you can pull over to the side of the road and stand at attention, we are asking everybody to please just observe those two moments of silence on Memorial Day at 12 noon and 6 p.m. And one of the things that's really cool is Aside from our firefighters and all our veterans groups that are involved in our police department that's involved, we also have our nice bus system. They are going to be pulling over their buses to the side of the road when they hear the sirens at 12 and 6 p.m. So it's, um, it's a really meaningful thing to do. And I think it's, it's a little to ask of people to just give two times during the day just thoughts to the fallen heroes and their families that they left behind. I love this. Now, why did you decide to do it twice? Well, because we wanted to make sure that people had an opportunity to do it. They may be at work. They may be at some function where they didn't hear the siren. So we wanted to make sure we gave them two opportunities. So we figured 12 p.m. and 6 p.m. were a perfect time. Most of the parades uh, we're ending around 11.45, so that would give everybody time to do it if you attended a parade. And if you missed it at 12 noon, there was always an opportunity to do it again at 6 p.m. 
Now, you passed this by executive order. What was the reaction? I bet so many people said, bravo. Yes, we did. First of all, uh, I, I contacted all the veterans organizations, and quite frankly, they loved it. And then to get the word out through the sirens, I contacted all of the volunteer firefighter departments that we have in Nassau County, our great firefighters, and I asked them if they could sound their fire horns, their sirens, at 12 noon and 6 p.m., and they were on board 100%. And then I spoke with our police commissioner, and I said, you know what? We have lots of police cars located throughout the county with sirens. We're going to ask them to do the same thing. And now uh, there are other religious institutions. There is a, a Jewish organization that sounds a siren at the beginning of Sabbath on uh, Friday's night to warn people that Sabbath is about to start. They're going to join with us as well with their sirens. We have church bells that are going to ring at 12 noon and 6 p.m. Thanks to all of our churches. We started off with uh, the Diocese of Rockville Center. The bishop was very enthusiastic about it, so he's on board. And we've asked other churches as well to do the same, and they're on board. So I think we've got a good opportunity to do something that is really meaningful for, for those who made the supreme sacrifice and the families that they left behind. Absolutely. And everybody, we're talking to Nassau County Executive from New York, Bruce Blakeman. Bruce, are you hoping this takes hold around the country? Absolutely. Uh, we're going to start it here in Nassau County. And my hope and dream is five years from now, this will be done in every state in the union. And we can proudly say that we started here in Nassau County. Have you gotten feedback from others who say, gosh, I want to copy that? Yeah, we've already heard from people because um, we put out the word and people from other states have said to us, we're going to try and do the same thing. So, um, you know, Nassau County is home to more veterans than probably any other county in the United States. Uh, we have a, um, a history of service in our military. So, uh, as you know, I have a, a son who's finishing his five-year tour in the United States Marine Corps, and we're very proud of him. Avi has uh, uh, spent the last five years protecting us, and I'm one of the few people in America that can say that both my parents were World War II veterans. My, my mother joined the Army in World War II, so I'm very proud of them, and I'm proud of all of the veterans, but I'm especially, um, I'm especially sad and solemn and appreciative for the young people that gave their lives for America because, again, they never got the chance to fulfill their dreams. Tell me about your parents' service in World War II because you mentioned your mom was in the Army. Where? So my mother was a surgical technician in the United States Army. She was the first class of women in the Army. Uh, she was sworn in on the lawn of the White House by Eleanor Roosevelt. My father, at 17 years of age, enlisted in the United States Merchant Marine Naval Reserve. And at 18 years old, he was promoted to ensign, and he was second command on a ship at 18 years of age, filled with a million gallons of gasoline, bringing gasoline to the troops uh, in Africa and in Europe and in the uh, South Pacific. And um, 
interestingly enough, of all the services in World War II, the Merchant Marines had the most fatalities as a, as a percentage of the people that served, more so than any other service, because obviously if you're on a million-gallon uh, gasoline tanker, if anything hits your, your uh, ship, uh, it's going to blow up. And there were plenty of submarines that, unfortunately, they got cargo ships and, and fuel tankers. Uh, but my father was very fortunate to have survived that. Uh, but imagine at 18-year-old being in second command, navigating a ship through submarine-infested waters in World War II with a million gallons of gasoline. Wow. Um, by the way, I just helped the Merchant Marines get the gold medal, the Congressional Gold Medal, for their incredible service. So bravo to your, your dad has earned a Congressional Gold Medal, Bruce Blakeman. Well, thank you so much, and thank for your efforts on that on their part. Absolutely. And, you know, 1 in 26 was the casualty rate, which was huge. Um, did they instill these values in you? Um, because a lot of people talk about maybe we've lost these values in America. We need to remember who we are and what we stand for. Well, you know, I'm not going to say we lost our values, but um, I think that we take a lot of things for granted, and one of them is our freedom. When you see what's going on in the Ukraine and in other places around the world, you know, it's a stark reminder that it is a dangerous world, that Russia is capable of engaging in terrible atrocities, that China is threatening Taiwan as we speak, that North Korea wants a nuclear weapon, that Iran is trying to get capability to have a nuclear weapon, that there is absolute chaos in Venezuela. So it's a good reminder to all of us that we live in a dangerous world, and the only way that we can remain free is if we're willing to fight for our freedom. So um, I think there are a tremendous amount of young people out there who serve and who are patriotic. But I think by doing this on Memorial Day and taking a few moments out, uh, it is, is a remembrance to everybody about the sacrifices that our young people made for our freedom. And I, I think it's a fitting uh, tribute to them. Absolutely. Uh, do you think we should be doing more in schools to teach about this sacrifice? Yeah, I would love to see that because, again, we have to remind people that Again, it's a, it's a dangerous, dangerous world, and only if our young people are willing to stand up and fight can we, can we protect the freedoms that we enjoy. And I hope we never take those freedoms for granted. What would you propose in schools? Well, I think that we have to get back to basics. We've got to teach history, and it's got to be uh, lessons that aren't politically biased, that are factual that tell of, you know, horrible things that have been done. And, you know, when, when you think about the former Soviet Union, when you think about Nazi Germany, uh, when you think about World War I and monarchies that attempted to control the world, I think that basically even today we realize with, you know, the global war on terrorism that, we have people that want to do harm to our country because they don't share our values. So we've got to be able to teach 
people about sacrifices made to protect their freedom and don't take it for granted. And it should be done without a political bias. Thousand percent. Um, You know, you talked about Israel at the beginning. Israel, as you know, has a mandatory military service or civic service. Do you think that that makes the citizens more um, patriotic or more appreciative of the homeland? Well, I certainly think it makes their young people grow up a lot faster and mature a lot faster. Uh, I'd love to see something like that here in America. But again, you know, that's a decision that needs to be made by uh, our leaders in Washington. And we should listen very carefully uh, to our military leaders and basically follow their lead on what they think should be done to create a stronger and better military. Yeah, there have been a lot of cuts of late to the military. Do you think Ukraine changed that? Well, uh, I think it certainly has, has made us all wake up to the fact that Russia is a very dangerous country and they do not share our values. So I would say yes. But I, I also think there are very big issues with China and North Korea, Korea and certainly Iran. I, I don't know why we want to make a deal with Iran uh, to give them money for their nuclear program. It's counterintuitive. It's, it's a big mistake, huge, because they are not friendly. They are warlike, and they basically call for the destruction of America. So uh, I am confounded by people who want to pacify them and let them get stronger and be a greater danger to to America and world peace. Yeah, absolutely. And finally, Bruce Blakeman, what is going to be going on in your mind when you hear these two moments of silence on Monday? I'm not going to lie. It's going to be a source of pride. And I'm going to feel that I've done something for the memory of those who died protecting us. So I will have... Uh, a large amount of self-satisfaction when I hear those sirens, but I will also be quite sad because, again, it gives us pause to remember um, these young people didn't come home to picnics and parades and opportunities and the ability to raise a family. So uh, I think we should be very mindful of that. Thousand percent. Bravo for what you are doing. I love this. And uh, and I will be thinking of you, of course, and of course, all of our fallen heroes on Monday at noon and also 6 p.m. And I hope we see this across the country. Bruce, thank you so that much. That is my goal. I love it. Thank I'm so in. Much. Count me Appreciate in. <laughs> Thanks, Bruce. You got it. Thank- Bye-bye. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.